Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are an actual play Numenera podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Hello, how are you? Stace Babcock. Hey, how are you? Alex Finn. Howdy ho. And Marietta Jones. Oh, hi. So, who remembers what happened last time? I think I'm going to pick on Alex. Um, was this before or after the bathroom or during the bathroom? It started in the bathroom. Okay, that then you are in for some fun. So we were all <laughs> equally disturbed with looks of shared horror on our face as we discovered what kind of low-key bathroom there was, like Squatty Potty plus the Flintstones. It was a little disturbing. Because we had a pee pervert time because Atalia. She was being threatened because she stuck her nose where it doesn't belong. And you got to threaten somebody in the bathroom for that. And so her natural defense was, I'm going to go pee now. And <laughs> okay, to be clear, there was some question whether or not this would be a thing that even happened, but it did. Uh, so there was no social distancing so that person just kept watching and to save the day Nix and Dilly busted in while Cha-Cha did a saucy puppet show it was a good puppet show though so you win some you lose some Dilly pointed out to the crowded bar that hey this person's a pee pervert after being outed as a pee pervert that mysterious person just wrecked another monster. Like, oh my god, we know that one is dead now. We know. We also know they can talk. Yeah, that's like, you have to go, is this a I don't want to yuck your yum situation, monster? But is this really the best use of your skills? As we know, you are a sentient, intelligent being with language capabilities. It's a symbiotic relationship. It likes that. I know. At the last episode, I, I left out the bits about hearing its gullet working during that last horrible sound. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to have a kink, just not in a public space, <laughs> right? Not a shared space. <laughs> Does it have to moan the entire time? That's off-putting. All right, kids. Um. <laughs> So anyway, after getting more scorps, we all left the bar and we're trying to decide where to go. We went to Nix's church group. (laughs) 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 We run a youth hostel and we were going to crash there. But after Nix told her buddy to, you know, don't talk to my mom. Uh, some of her other friends, I think it was Hey You, realized that Dilly had a wanted poster and through magic means they did not recognize Dilly. And we decided, no, we cannot stay there. And we went to go stay in Nix's mom's basement. Atalia went to stay with her grandma. We found out that Atalia had to go talk to James because oopsie doodle, he could not convince them not to be angry. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. A lot went on in that, in that bar bathroom in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the last episode, we definitely had two things go down. One, Nick's handed Dilly the bounty, the, the wanted poster with the bounty of 500 shins on him and said that he would have to explain himself. And then we had Italia the next morning finding that note from the handlers um, with a note that says, see me with an address in a different ward for 8 p.m. tonight, but in a completely different set of handwriting. Sorry, A, I did what I could. Signed, J. Yes. I've been pretty stressed out about that, actually. I can't imagine why. Um, So, with that in mind, I kind of want to string it out for the listeners a little bit. So, let's go back to Nix's house, since we were already talking about Italia in the morning. And so, let's talk a little bit about morning at Nix's home. So, it is morning, Nix. I don't know where you sleep in this house. Your old room, somewhere else? Um, in this case, if Dilly and Chacha are in the basement, Nix is also in the basement. Okay. Okay. So there's just like leavings of pizza rolls everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So much code red. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what did Dilly's pajamas look like? <laughs> Dilly's has little spaceships, <laughs> and it's blue. Aww. Yeah. So I would say, Nix, you wake up first. Okay. Uh, the first thing she does is verifies that Dilly and Chacha are still in the basement. Mm-hmm. They are. And uh, she leaves to see if her parents are up. Okay. So you head up the stairs. Dilly, I, I will tell you this. You were having a bad dream again, very similar to one you had before. So I imagine Dilly might even be like twitching in his sleep. Upstairs, you go upstairs and you see that your your father is not up yet, but your mother is standing there in sort of like a breakfast nook. She doesn't have anything with her. She's just staring out the window. Hey, mom. There's no answer at first. Um, Nix will walk, walk up and just put a hand on her shoulder. She turns and like her, just her face just looks gaunt and haggard. Then for a moment, it brightens as her lips kind of twitch in a smile. And she says your name, Nix, and then she flickers. Oh, shit. And she flickers, so she comes right back. She flickers, comes back, and then flickers out again, and then she's gone. Nix will wait. Probably not the first time she's seen this, but if it lasts longer than like three to five seconds. It goes on for like 25 seconds before she suddenly bursts back in, appears just drenched, like hair sopping wet. There's like red marks on her arm, like something had been grabbing her. And she falls to her knees and begins coughing up water to the ground. Oh, Nix will kneel right beside her. And, uh, Mom, Mom, or that's all right. Yeah. Cough it out, Mom. Cough it out. It's going to be okay. So she's coughing it out. 
like she finally like is just kind of shaking there. And, uh, and that's when you notice those marks on her arms are actually seeping a little blood. Um, so is, uh, is Nix's dad or he's not up yet. Looks like your mother got up before him and left. Okay. So Nix will yell for her dad. It only takes a while before you hear him kind of like hurrying down the stairs and comes into the room. He's like, it's like, Oh, Oh God. And he, uh, runs over and just, uh, clutches your mother while she's coughing and honestly now weeping. Okay. Um, excuse me. Hang on. Uh, uh, real quick. I'm going to go get my, uh, one of my friends is a nano. I'm going to, I'm going to bring her up here and see, uh, see if she can help. And Nix will go down, run down to the basement. Okay. Um, it's about this time. I think Cha-Cha is waking up naturally, like just before this. And I don't know how Chacha, what Chacha's waking up routine is, if she's a quick wake up or if it's just like a, like one of those things where it's always like dragging yourself out of bed. I think she's kind of a dragger. Like, do we really want to get up? Is today going to suck or is today going to be okay? Okay. And Nix, you come down the stairs. Chacha, Chacha, are you awake? Like 50% awake, I guess. Uh. My mom is hurt. Can you come help? I mean, I can try, but if it's like major stuff, no, no. No, it's not major, but uh, she like she teleports places she's not supposed to. And, and I just wonder if you come help. I'll try. I'll try. Gotcha goes with her. Okay. So you guys head back upstairs and into that room. So, um, Chasha, uh, so... She, it seems like she was she was drowning. She came back. She coughed all it up. And look at these marks on her arm. Can you help? They're bleeding. Would that be like hedge magic? Yeah, unfortunately not. You need something special for healing. Mm. I mean, you, do you have anything in like a medicine or, or at the very least, you could use your intellect to try to help? I think. We're going to use the intellect because I feel like Chad has been hurt a lot. She has to patch herself up. Yeah, for sure. So I would say this is uh, a nine. And if you want to spend effort, you can. How much do I, the player, love Nix's mom already? I a lot. I'm going to put a level of effort into it. That's a six. So I got 19. Chacha gets hurt a lot. She knows how to fix them. So Chacha definitely does this very effectively. You've got a minor effect. I would say that with a minor effect, you're actually like your care is enough to actually kind of probably bring Nix's mom out of her sort of hysteric state because you've, you've been doing that. In fact, and now I, what I would like you to do is though, tell me like in story terms, how, how Chacha takes care of her. I think, like, after, like, muttering to herself and kind of assessing the situation, she, like, goes into, like, the various pockets of her cloak, like, where she has, like, bandages and, like, herbs that you would find in, like, the wild for healing. Like, just so she doesn't get gangrene and lose an arm or something. Remember, you know, back in that village in the mountains, they did that. And it was really good for rope burn if you did this. So, Nix, uh, are you doing anything during this, or are you just kind of watching? 
Um, she's definitely observing and I mean her dad's there so she's not going to try to like horn in um, mm-hmm. yeah so just sort of anxiously watching and by the time Chacha's done your mother is breathing deeply and somewhat calmly and uh, during this time your father has made some tea because a lot of times that's all he knows how to do like when things are bad sometimes he's not sure what to do so he goes and he makes tea for everyone and he comes back with a warm cup of tea for every person which your mother accepts gladly because she's probably cold and she drinks some of the hot tea she says thank thank you thank you you're a friend of Nick's yeah yeah we we played scorpions together and no one died. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you so much. Are you are you a doctor? No, I'm. I, I entertain children, and she does like the little like jazz hands arc over her head, like like she still has like a blank expression on her head face, and she's just like bam, jazz hands. This solves everything. Mm-hmm. She says, "Oh, oh." Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Anyway, um, I I don't. But it, it, is it okay if I go back to my room? I mean, as long as it's not filled with water, you should be fine. <laughs> I I should hope not. And she climbs to her feet. She stands up. She gives your father a, a small smile. She's smaller than Nick, so when she comes by. She just raises up a hand towards Nix's face. I'll walk with you, Mom. Nix takes her hand. And uh, she says, oh, I didn't need that, honey, but come here. Oh. And she goes up on tiptoes and kisses you on the forehead before she goes upstairs to her bed. Dilly, you wake up alone in the basement. Okay. Um, I don't think Dilly's going to assume anything bad, so he'll just kind of get up immediately as far away from that nightmare as you can. And I guess start packing up a little bit. So Dilly, you start packing up. Nix, your mother goes up to bed. Your father kind of, uh, smiles tirely at you, but his eyes are worried and it doesn't take long before he kind of looks at you. So like, um, do you, do you need me to make some breakfast here? That would be great, dad. Um, and there's, uh, don't forget, we got one more too in the basement. Oh, right, right. The the short one you told me about. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate you letting him crash here. That was clutch. Yeah. I, uh, uh, honestly, your, your friend here has more than made it worth it for us. And he goes to the kitchen and begins opening up cupboards and preparing to cook. Um, hang tight, Chacha. I'm going to go see if Dilly's up. Okay. And I think she's going to like shuffle closer to Nix's dad. Like, I guess this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> and, uh, Chacha? Yeah. Thank you. We're friends now, right? Yeah. We're friends. And Nix will go get Dilly. So, uh, as you're going down to get Dilly, Nix's father turns to Chacha and says, So, have you been in Children's Entertainer long? 
and then we go down to the basement. <laughs> and <laughs> next you get down there and you see Dilly kind of packing up his stuff. Hey, Dilly. Uh, my dad's making breakfast. Oh, awesome. Uh, thank you, by the way. I don't know if we ever thanked you for letting us stay here. I don't think you did, but I knew you were grateful. Oh, good. Still, thank you. Uh, is Chacha upstairs, I assume? Yeah, we've had a busy morning already. My mom had uh, one of her teleportation attacks, and Chacha helped her uh, after. Teleportation attack is... You said she was sick. Is that her sickness? Yeah, like she'll just like teleport somewhere random. She can't control it. And then she comes oh. back. And you said it was bad, like the stress of it was bad or she... Well, what? the stress and then like this time she was like drowning. Oh. Oh. But everything, everything's good now? Everything's fine? I mean, as fine as she ever is. Um, yeah. Chacha calmed her down and she had like some wounds. Chacha healed them up, so... Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. But anyway, breakfast. Yeah, let's, I'd love to eat. Okay. So you guys go back upstairs. Even as you're going back up the stairs, you can already smell like these wonderful scents of breakfast meats cooking. And, uh, as you're going up the stairs, the camera kind of does a crossfade and we are looking at Italia this morning after she's read the letter. Excellent. Um, I think she's uh, on her, like, third cup of tea, just kind of staring at it between it and the dog. I mean, it and the sesky. Mm-hmm. Until uh, Grandma wakes up. The sesky's just kind of sitting there with his head cocked at you, just watching you. I've got the leg shape going, you know. Yeah. Oh, and then she'll, uh, she'll say to herself, oh shit, I was supposed to go meet them. Ugh. So I think when she, she remembers that she's supposed to meet them, she'll like, uh, start to get ready, but like kind of be slow about it. Cause she wants to, uh, talk to her grandma who is apparently sleeping in this morning. Okay. As you get ready to go, uh, you go to open the door and the sesky bounds out in front of you, and then turns around and looks at you happily. Bring it, bring it, bring it. It kind of does that thing where, it, like, a dog would do where it gets down low, like it's excited to play, and wags its tail back and forth, and its crystals on its back glow a bright lilac. I'll pat it on the head. Damn it. Okay, I need to this is silly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go knock on grandma's door. I'm not just gonna leave. So you knock on her door and she's actually in the process of coming out. She's like, Oh, Italia, you're you're up early for you. You know, rise with the sun. It, it's it's good. It makes you more productive, they say. Um, so you know, uh I was hoping we could talk maybe a little bit. Possibly. Uh, about what? Uh, mistakes that I might have made that are concerning and maybe I should talk to you about a little bit. Oh, okay. Let's have a seat. Yeah, so, um, I am pretty strict about what jobs I do and I stumbled upon 
information I shouldn't have on one of them and maybe pissed off my employers accidentally. It wasn't my intention. Um, and yeah, yeah. And then I got this letter and I'll just kind of smooth it over several times and I'll hand it to her. Um, so I'm going to have to go to that meeting, but I'm just kind of worried about you. And she look, kind of looks down, looks at the letter, looks at the symbol on the letter. Could you give me some sort of insight-based role? The target is a nine. It's a nine. Trained in detecting falsehoods, if that helps. Oh, I rolled a nine. Excellent. You get a distinct impression that your grandmother recognizes the symbol on the letter. And for a moment, she's holding it. And sometimes, like, especially in the mornings, it's not often like, but sometimes her hands can be a little shaky in the morning. But all of a sudden, her hands still. She looks up at you. She's like, you're in the same mess your mother was. I tried to, I tried to help her, try to keep her away from it. She grew to like it too much. I took her away from me. And I tried my best with you, but I can't lose you too, Italia. And when she looks at you about that, her voice, it is definitely filled with love, but you also can see something in her eyes, like a hard gray, like stone in her expression. Um, I will, uh, see what I can do at this meeting, but I'm not sure how much of it is in my control at this point. No, honey, you, that's not what you're going to do. This, Natalia, is what you're going to do. And she leans in close, and she puts a hand on your hand, and she grips it. And her grip is like iron. And she says... You are going to go in there. You are going to stand tall. You're going to admit a wrong. And you are going to tell them what they need to hear. I need you to tell me everything about what this is concerning right now. Right. Uh, I guess I'll I'll tell Grandma slowly. Okay. Like, gauging her reactions as, you know, maybe you leave out certain details, but also clearly expressed my frustration with the organization because what the heck like I was very clear about what I would and wouldn't do and they throw me into a situation like that I don't know what they were expecting I love you dearly dear but you're with an organization like that and you're asking about a job that wasn't yours that's what got you here but that's not the real reason I got you here it's that you started working with them in the first place the only way for you to handle this, that you have to speak a language they're going to understand. Um, dollar bills? Partly. You need to tell them that your concern was that if there's going to be a risk of a conflicting job, then that should be disclosed in advance, that you would need to receive additional hazard pay on your contract, that you need to be able to get a prepayment in escrow regarding it because of the, the danger. You should be asking for twice what they offer you initially if there's a conflicting job. And you should stipulate that from a professional standpoint, that is what is required. What you are not going to do is suggest that you are in any way bothered by the morality of the other job. You are going to keep it professional. You are going to keep it about the money and about what's the nature of your contract. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, look, I didn't handle the initial meeting. Well, I did handle the meeting after the contract fine, I think. It was the whole sending someone after me that was a little confusing. I was very clear. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. You. It sounds like your... What did you say his name was? James. Sounds like you did okay with him. But there's always more than just him. And those kinds of questions always raise concerns. So this is the way you're going to play it. Trust me, honey. Whatever you think you know about these guys, I know them a hell of a lot better than you do. They took my daughter. And like hell are they going to take my granddaughter. Okay, I'll go play the game. Yes, and that's what you're going to do. And then what I need you to do is get your ass back here right after that meeting and tell me exactly what was said and what happened. Okay, I can do that. I'll go come back. And take the Susky with you. I can handle myself. I mean, this is kind of a wanted Susky, though. Maybe I should... Nobody's going to come looking for that Susky. (laughs) Okay. Right, boy. I guess you can come. It's a girl. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Her. She she can come. I realize it's difficult to tell sometimes with Susky, but it's a girl. Very sweet girl. (laughs) She leans down to the Susky, and she... And then it pets its head, and then she holds it by the jowl up to her nose and says, Take care of my granddaughter. And the Susky licks her nose. Well, do you think I should go through with trying to find the item? I think you took another contract. I don't know who this Mama Jaren is, but everything you describe there sounds like a contract. You may not think of it as one, but I guarantee she does. Okay. Well... Hey, did I tell you that I saw Nyx? Nyx? You saw Nyx? How is she? Um, she seems pretty good. I think something's going on with her mom, maybe? Sorry to hear that. Her mother was always nice. Very, always good to our family. And Nyx was always such a good kid. Yeah. What's she doing these days? Didn't think I'd see her again. Um... I'm not certain. It sounds like she's also taking contracts from this Mama Jaren woman. She was she was on the contract with me. That's interesting. Wouldn't think she'd ever be looking for money. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there exactly. Um, I haven't heard much. I just know that they're... I used to hear more things about them, but last year or so, I haven't heard anything. You know, usually... Her parents would make a splash and you would hear about it at a social event, but not that I'm making it to any of those, but gossip gets around. That's true. There's been nothing for quite a while. Hmm. Well, I'll see what there is. Uh, I'm supposed to meet them, though, at the youth hostel. Youth hostel? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I forgot what it's called. (laughs) The Benevolent Society of Travelers. It's their warehouse. The Benevolent Society of Travelers. Yeah, um, I think she's involved with that organization still that she left to go join. Oh, they're supposed to be quite good. Totally fixed. She had the right personality for it. Yeah? I don't really know much about it. Yeah, well, she was always very laid back, but very disciplined. Yeah, that's one thing she's very good about. Do you remember the time 
that uh, you got in trouble for sneaking in to that uh, merchant's back room. Yeah, that cat was back there. I mean, Nick's got you out of that, right? Yeah. I mean, the shopkeeper still told me about it later, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just wanted to play with the cat. That's definitely all it was. She gives you that look. Like, she knows exactly what happened. And she's like, you've got everything good about your mother in you. And just a teeny bit of her bad. I love you, Talia. Do what I'm telling you. Play it safe. Because remember, the only lines that matter are the ones around you and yours. And you decide what those lines are. Now, okay. if you don't mind, I am going to go take a bath. Because it was a long night. And I've been not sleeping well late. But I need you to go and take care of this, okay? I will. Um, I'm going to go meet up with them because they're still looking for that item. Okay. And sounds like I've got to find it. So maybe I'll find out more about what's going on with Nyx. And, you know, it wouldn't be bad to have some people on my side, too. Yeah. yeah that's good. So. Come here and give me a kiss before you go. I'll kiss her on the cheek and I'll take the, I'll take the Sasuke with me. And uh, you give her the kiss on the cheek. And as you're kind of leaning back, her hand kind of comes on your shoulder. And once again, it's that iron grip. And she's like, remember how to play it. Don't let them think for a second that you have reservations about it. Keep it all business. I can do that. Okay. And she heads off. I will also head out to the benevolent place. So we'll kind of fast forward through the bit where you find the note and meet up. <laughs> you, uh, so the rest of you are enjoying a pretty amazing breakfast. Nix's father is an amazing cook. He's made essentially, you know, it's ninth world equivalents, but, you know, for the sake of, you know, Keeping it relatable, it is like a mixture of just amazingly thick but crisp bacon, sausages, eggs, and he's even done some hash browns, which are that perfect mixture of like crisp while keeping that sort of moist center with the onion. And he's prepared just amazing tea for everybody. And you guys are about a third of the way into this meal when there's a knock at the door. Yeah, that's Italian's knock if I ever heard it. And Nix will go, uh... You can tell? Yeah, Italia used to come over here all the time. Oh. So you open the door and it's a, it's a singogram. No, it's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relentless reaper. It's a ravage bear. <laughs> wow, you know, it would have been way easier just to come here, but to have to go all the way there and then come, like, basically all the way back... Oh, were you at your grandma's? Dude, if I knew that, I would have sent a note over there. But you just bounced. You did not say where you were going. There's just a lot of people I didn't know in there. And I it was kind of stressful. Yeah, it's all good, though. Come on in. My dad made breakfast. I tell you, you remember what Nick's father's breakfasts are like. Amazing. Oh, I'm excited about this. Mm -hmm. Nick's dad breakfasts are the best. <laughs> Um, so I'll, uh, I'll go in there and join mm -hmm. them. Okay. 
So Ty comes in, sits down at the table. Gilly and Cha-Cha, how are you spending the breakfast? Eating? Eating everything. Atalia, did you... When did you get a Seski? Um, recently, actually. What's her name? <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, it's Steve. Stevie? Human names for pets are hilarious. I don't care what other people say. It's oodles of fun. Dilly, what are you talking about? That's a total pet name. Never once have I met a human named Stevie. No? Oh. Nix's father <laughs> laughs for a second and says, hey, if you're looking for a non-human name, you might as well uh, name him something ridiculous like Donald. Oh my god, Dad, hilarious <laughs> you say that, because last week I legit let, met somebody named Donald. You're kidding. I am not. His what? name was Latrine, which is honestly better. Wow. <laughs> that seems a bit mean. Dilly. <laughs> it's Donald. I, I agree that's ridiculous, but to call him Latrine just because of his parents' mistake, that seems mean. No, it was because of his smell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that just that sounds like a fixable offense, maybe. Donald maybe. isn't. Can't fix that. Is it what? Fixable. A fixable offense? Oh. <laughs> Let me just say, this is the best breakfast I've had in a minute. Nix's dad smiles and says, well, it's, it's always nice to do something helpful. And then for a moment, his eyes kind of go distant. And then he says, excuse me, um, I, I need to go upstairs. And he gets up and leaves the table, goes up the stairs. Okay. So I'll turn to Nix and uh, say, so uh, what's been uh, going on? Uh, well, we went to the Wayhouse and Dilly. I, I shake my head at her. No, 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 no. No, that's <laughs> not what I meant. Uh, I'll gesture around to the, uh, the state of her house and her retreating father mm-hmm. and gesture up in the air like... Oh, yeah. Uh, We've sold almost everything because my mom has teleportation attacks. So we're trying to... We're paying this nano um, to try and figure it out. And it's expensive. We're like... That's why... I I told you guys this in the woods, didn't I? That's why I'm taking jobs. I got bills. You told us... uh, You said bills. Bills is not... Yeah, and you told us that she was sick. But not like this. This is... I was thinking just like a disease or something. This is a something else. Do you think it? Because as far as we know, it's a disease. Uh, Dan, would Dilly be familiar with any ciphers that would have similar effects or any Numenera-ish happenstances that would allow me to roll understanding Numenera? Give me an understanding Numenera of 18. <laughs> uh, I'm going to save the effort. 13. Yeah, you have no idea. Cha-cha, at this point, I will offer you an XP. Yes. And where would you like to put the other one? Who who will get the other XP? Dilly, because Dilly tried. Yes. So, Cha-cha, as you're sitting there eating and kind of seeing this conversation go by and kind of chiming in every once in a while, you notice another figure in the room on the far side, and it kind of phases through the wall and once again it's that figure of black ebon 
with claws and mandibles full of fire and fiery eyes. And it kind of, it floats in and it's standing in the living room, kind of staring at you. And it cocks its head. And even though it's got like mandibles instead of a normal face, you can tell that it's smiling at you somehow. I think Chacha's just going to keep eating and look at it and be like, are we going on another adventure? Everybody else hears this, of course. So you guys hear this. What you don't hear, and Chacha, this is unusual, is a response. The figure's mandibles, like, move for a moment, and then there's a long pause. And then you hear a deep, resonant voice that says, anything's an adventure if you look at it right. I mean, that's true, but, like, is this going to be a shitty adventure, like going to do the laundry, or, like, the kind where I can get paid and not die? Chacha, are you... Who are you talking to? The horror in the living room. Dilly's going to slowly turn around and look for a horror in the living room. Dilly doesn't see anything. Chacha, this figure in response, kind of cocks its head and kind of... Its clawed hand kind of flickers. It's something that, once again, it doesn't have a corollary in human behavior, but you feel like on some level that you understand that it's a chuckle. It kind of glides a little closer to the table, and it's actually like right behind Dilly now. You hear that voice again, and it says, I'm sure you can get paid. I can't promise anything about the rest, but I guarantee it won't be boring. Have you had breakfast yet? It's apparently an important meal of the day. And she kind of like pushes her plate towards Dilly. I, I'm already eating. Yeah, but the horror. I, I have already eaten. Yo, uh, Chacha, if you're done, I'll eat it. I think she like pushes the plate towards Nick's. And, like, just keeps looking at this creature and just like, I mean, you don't eat people, right? You're not secretly killing Nyx's mom by drowning them, right? Because I'm friends with Nyx now, and that's not cool. Nyx, I swear to God, I was in the basement all night. I have not done anything. This figure kind of leans down. It's like it's, it's like it knows what it's doing. Like, it's putting its face, like, right next to Dilly's. <laughs> so, cha-cha, we'll have to direct all the conversations that way. And it says, oh, I don't have anything to do with that woman. But I'm sympathetic. Your friend Nix has more to do with that than I do. But I'm here to talk to you, cha-cha. So are we friends? Because you're nicer than the snake people. The snake people are dicks. Yes, I hope they are. <laughs> I mean, we haven't known each other for long, but I appreciate you as a person. I hope we can be friends. The creature kind of, like, looks at Dilly, and this weird, like, red tongue flicks out as if it's licking the side of his face, although you know from experience that Dilly won't be able to feel any of that. And it turns back to you and says, your nervous friend tastes good. But that's not why I'm here. I mean, I'm sure he'll let you snack on him for a little bit, as long as, you know, he doesn't die or anything. Nix, I'm not interested in your father, so I don't know what she's talking about. I'm not known for controlling my appetites, so I'll pass. 
but I do want to tell you something, Chacha. Yeah, anything. You've got an opportunity here. You've found yourself on a path to make a difference, to change the world, to do something that maybe not everyone wants, but they need. This is your chance, Chacha, to make an impact. And I know you'll take it. I've been watching you for a while. And with that, he fades away. I think Chacha's just nodding to herself like, yes, we will destroy juggling. We will make that difference. Uh, I'm like ambivalent on Juggler's Cha-Cha, but uh, I don't think Dilly's got anything to do with what's going on with my parents. Oh, oh no. It was the horror that was licking Dilly. Said Dilly tasted good. What? I could see that. Yeah. And we're going to go on an adventure to change the world, to destroy the juggling. And she does, like, raise her hand over her head in, like, little fists, like, yes. Uh, do you, uh, do you mind giving us a little bit more detail about this horror? Is it the same horror from the ruins? Yeah, we're friends now. He talks. (laughs) If you can describe it, I might be able to make an image of it. So, he's tall. He's like fire, but not fire. And he he has like this on his face and she like makes like crab motions. Like, I don't know how to describe this motion to the audio listeners. Like she tries. You're trying to make predator mouth with your hands. Yes, she predator mouth (laughs) with her hands. And he has a tongue and he likes to lick people, I guess. And that tastes good, I guess. This is a little disconcerting. Um, Dilly will try to make a an image that fits that description to the best of his ability. Okay, so Dilly, you don't have a whole lot to go on from Chacha's description, but give me an intellect roll of 15. Four. Okay. Um, you make... Yeah, you, like, hold up this image, and to the rest of you... It is like a kid's crayon drawing of a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is this what you saw? Horrified. Terrified. I tried to bring out the terrifying aspect of it. Did I? Is this anything? Uh, So, Chacha, you were asking the horror some things about um, my parents, about my mom. Did it uh, tell you anything? Oh, it says it doesn't do that to your mom. That's you. That's a you thing. What? Wow. Yeah. My new friend lays on the hard truth. And she does do that, like, crosses her arms in front of herself that old people do when they're trying to seem (laughs) cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing this. It started, I wasn't even here. Subconscious, yo. Are you sure there's nothing else? Any strange curses? I don't know. There's some weird stuff, like a cipher. Did she touch something that she shouldn't have? I don't know. Did you touch Because you travel a lot, right? So did you go into a cursed yeah. ruin? And- oh. Yeah, did you piss someone off? No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't <laughs> piss people off. People love me. Uh... 
I do, uh... <laughs> Somewhere in the Queen's Spittoon, that, like, huge guy just kind of, like, looks both ways and then starts tugging on his ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, ba- uh, bad people don't don't love me. Um, Daniel, I guess, could Nick's roll to see if, like, anything's ringing a bell? Like, from the last... So, from around the time when it started with her mom, which I think we decided was, like, a year-ish ago? If that's even, like, what Nick's would... Yeah, it is. I'm, yeah, so I'm just thinking about, like, what it would be. A bajillion. I mean... Mm-hmm. I think it's a 1T1. Um, it's intellect, I assume. Of course it is, yeah. Nyx is gonna <laughs> think really hard about this. Would... I mean, would the, her, can we assist? This is what I'll say. With this information that Chacha said, I will give you an asset on it. So, if you're spending a level of effort, that brings it down to a 15. Would, um... Would the the map Nix has compiled be any help? No, not in this case. Okay. That's a one. That's a one. Um, I think I'm gonna... I think... No, I think I'm... Daniel, I would like to spend an XP to re-roll that. Nix is never okay. gonna tear up. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a three. <laughs> but it's not a one. But it's not a one. Yeah. You don't know. Like, and this is very confusing. Well, shit. I, uh, I don't even know what to do with that, Chacha, but thanks for telling me. Like, it's something. You know, my mom told me, uh, she traveled somewhere yesterday that, uh, she encountered these creatures and, and one of them said her name and then one of them said my name. So it makes sense. That does seem pretty connected. Oh, man. Hey, uh, have you tried scanning her, Mom? Uh, I don't know what the nano that we hired has been trying. Like, honestly, if you guys, like, want to try to help, I would take the help because that nano is coming today and it's her last visit until I can get 200 more shins. So I guess, uh... Yeah, I mean, if you, I guess I could scan her and see like what effects. Yeah, if you don't think it would bother your mom, I don't think it should wake her. It's like, it's just a esoteric, you know. All right, uh, but um, just uh, just be very quiet if you don't mind. I blah blah blah. Okay, so yeah, I'll try to be stealthy. So, out of curiosity, since Italia didn't receive any formal training, so how did she come upon her nano abilities? Um, I'm not sure if it was, like, through this organization. I think her mother might have taught her some when she was, like, scamming people when she was little. Um, so I think scan could have been useful for, like, seeing what a person had on them. Um, like, whether it would be worthwhile to try to be lifting stuff off them or not. Um... And then she also has Onslaught, but those that's the only two that she has, and I feel like Onslaught would just make sense as a nano ability pretty yeah. early on. Okay. Um, and I think also just a, a curiosity, I think she probably did a lot of, like, research on her own. I think she probably got in the habit of picking up any sort of, like, Numenera-based books when she was 
heisting when she was younger, especially. Okay. Cool. So Nyx, I assume you lead her upstairs. Um, Nyx takes her to the top of the stairs and like, cause, um, I would say Nyx is pretty good at reading her parents and knows that they, her mom definitely did not want to be disturbed. So she'll just get to the top of the stairs and like gesture towards the room and it, and just is like, be very quiet. So you don't think I should, you don't want me to talk to her. Okay. No, just like, she's probably sleeping. Just like go in, you know, if she talks to you, it's fine. But like, if she's sleeping, just scan her and. And we'll talk about it downstairs. Okay. Okay. Before you go there, just real quickly, can both of you give me a perception roll? Target is six. Fourteen. Fifteen. He's doing his best to be quiet, but you guys can both clearly hear Nix's father um, quietly weeping in the bathroom. Nix just makes eye contact with Italia and shakes her head. Like, we're not acknowledging that. Uh, Italia will kind of nod and then she'll... She'll as stealthily as possible, um, which she specialized in stealth, um, will try to slip into Talia's uh, mom's room. So I think you you managed to do that quite easily. Okay. Nix's mom is definitely asleep. I think she'll look at her for a second, just like seeing how different she looks from the memory of um, her and her youth. Um, and then she'll... Uh, uh, cast scan on her and or do scan on her and see see what's going on. What does it look like when Natalia casts scan? Um, I think she kind of stands by the side of her bed and then kind of like waves both of her hands over her body and like a little like smoke comes out and like kind of rolls over her so it like sinks over her and then intrinsically I know or something. Yeah, so the smoke sinks over her and there's some of this, like the initial smoke coming out of your hands, is something that even Nyx can see from a distance. What she can't see is that after the smoke settles on your mother, something that only, at least as far as you're aware, Italia, you think only you can see. And that is that the smoke goes in there, and then all of a sudden there are all these motes of light that flow through Nyx's mother's body. And... One of the things is that of all the things that you've kind of found out from your passions and your interests and things like this, this, the pure joy of learning how to make the data sphere work for you, the joy of that skill, because you know, as a nano, you figured out over time that what you're doing is commanding the almost infinite amount of nanites around you to do something specific. And they all light up at mm-hmm. your beck and call. And then all those lights connect and beam something back to your mind. And in that moment, you know a few things. Nix's mom is a human. She's a typical commoner. So she's probably like, well, not commoner, but, you know, well-to-do. So, you know, she's like level one or two at best. Uh, there is a strange energy around her. And that strange energy seems to be vibrating. And you get the impression, it's hard to say, that that energy is always seems to be, it's hard to describe. It's an energy. It's not a person. But if it was a person, you get this feeling of antsiness. Like it was always looking for something to do, something to stimulate itself. And there's something about it 
that sort of reminds you of Nyx, but it's definitely not Nyx. And then the light fades. I'll uh, wait a heartbeat or two and then I'll sneak out again. Nyx will uh, just like gesture her back down the stairs to the kitchen to discuss. Uh, like, look, that was uh, pretty weird. It was nothing specific as far as like, you know, usually I'd be able to tell like they're diseased or whatever, but it, it was like um, more like an energy uh, sort of restlessness. It reminded me a bit of a, a bit of you, you know, like we were so excited to like go join the thing and do the things and, you know, like move in that way. And it, it seems like that same energy is in her, but it's not, I don't know. Um, it reminded me of you, but it didn't feel like you, you know. Uh, you're saying it felt like the society? That's seems. No, no, no. Just like the, the, like the restless, like urge to move, I guess. Oh, um, you know, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but you want to scan me and see, cause that horror said. That's interesting. Yeah. Why not? Um, do you want to do it here or? I mean, yeah. I mean, is it what, like, is it going to hurt? No, no. And I'll, uh, repeat the process with, uh, with Nyx and see what it says. So it comes back. Nyx is definitely something. Character tiers and levels are not the same thing. Like a tier one explorer is much higher than a level one creature. There, there's something else, but but one of the things that strikes you in it is um, some things that you would have expected already. Nix's strength is surprising. You know, she's she's always been tall. She's always been had the build, and she's always had that interest. But there's there is more strength to her than you would have expected just from looking at her. There's some things in the the scan that come across to you. I would say the scan is more potent in this case because you have such a history with Nyx and you can sense okay. that sort of like, yeah, Nyx does have that sort of laid back demeanor at the same time, but you, you still like clearly see that, that firm line that makes Nyx who she is, what she stands up for, what she cares about. And that's familiar and comforting. You get the feeling that Nyx is, a lot of what Nyx is, is through careful training. But like okay. every explorer, there is a sense of additional nanite energy around them. I mean, the fact that you guys can do like recovery rolls and things like that as explorers is not something that the average person can do. It's something that you have because whether it's luck, whether it's something you guys sought out in your backstories, it's something that you are getting out of the atmosphere. You're not always directly aware of it, but Nyx has that. Really, all the only thing, you, only other thing you can tell from it is that Nyx's nanites have two patterns, but you don't really have any more information about what those patterns are. Um, is there any similarities to like the energy I felt from her mom? One of the patterns is somewhat similar, but it is not the same. If you want, you could do an understanding in your roll of 15. Sure, and I'm trained in that. 12? 14. So this other one of the patterns is somewhat similar, but it isn't the same. 
but it's it's hard to describe. Like to a nano, it's almost like seeing two languages that derive from the same root language. Whatever you sensed in Nix's mom comes from the same root language as one of the patterns in Nix, but they're not the same. Okay. I'll try to explain all of that to Nix while we're kind of like standing in the stairwell. I don't really understand it myself either. It's kind of confusing. But I don't know if what's going on with your mom is actually a disease if it's like energy and nanite based. Yeah, I uh I don't know either. I appreciate you trying. Um What has that other nano said about it? Anything? I haven't really talked to her too much. I just went to the office last week again. I've mostly been taking care of the money. Um, you probably have to talk to my dad to find that out. Because, uh, like, really up to this point, we thought it was a disease. More crying and sniffling coming from the bathroom. He, uh, It doesn't help to interrupt him. Yeah, I don't need to ask him right now. I just give him hugs after and... I just feel like the nano should have known what I just told you. Like, a lot, most nanos can, I don't know, can do that. Well, she's going to be here later, but we shouldn't be. We got to find that item. Yeah, and um, I have a meeting I have to attend tonight, it seems like. Uh, apparently, our bar shenanigans wasn't well reciprocated or received. Okay. At this point, Nix would have walked back and like to the kitchen while conversing. So you come back in. What are, what have Chacha and Dilly been doing during this time? Chacha's like showing exactly where the horror licked Dilly on the face. Like, no, no, no. It, it, <laughs> it, it was this area right here. And she's just like stroking up and down like, like, like this. I eat. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oof. Um, you mentioned something. Yeah. Uh, Chacha, okay, stop touching me. Uh, Chacha, you mentioned something about snakes. Oh, yeah, there's like snake people who are dicks and want to kill people, and they're just dicks. Could you elaborate? Like, just like show up and wedgie people? Like, no, like they try and bring bad times. Like, they're just bad, bad people who are also dicks. <laughs> It's like a Freudian thing. That describes a large percentage of the population. You're going to have to be a little more specific. <laughs> but, like, they have snake heads, which makes them extra dicks. So they're snake people? Yes. But they don't have snake faces. They do not. Because they're stupid and they can't stay focused. Huh. Um, shot in the dark. Do they kind of look like this and then Dilly will manifest the snake person that he's seen in his dreams a couple times. It's not exactly the same, but it looks very similar. It could be a cousin <laughs> of the dicks. <laughs> okay, I feel okay. It's not those type of dreams, so I don't just snake people. It's just, okay, um, cool. Because I got bit like a couple weeks ago and I had a dream like this so is that did you get bit at some point poisoned no but you made a bad choice getting bit you should try not to get bit I assure you I did not consent to any of that I did not want that (laughs) also why they're dicks too much mouth no consent 
Okay. Nix, at this point, I will offer you an XP. Yeah, I'll take it. Who will you give the other XP to? Marietta gets it. Yay! Thank you. Nix, you're right. Is Nix right-handed or left-handed? Oh, right-handed. Your right hand starts throbbing. And when you look down at your hand, even though the wounds are mostly healed, you see those two puncture marks between your thumb and index finger, just in the meat there. And they are throbbing, and they have turned a deep red. And that's where we'll end this episode. So much is happening! It shall be titled Mark of the Dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking snake campaign. Snake's on a plane. Also, hey, Marietta, is your grandmother, like, fucking John Wick? <laughs> or, like, what? <laughs> um, I... Okay, so Grandma found out a lot more than I might have wanted her to so quickly. Um, Grandma is Sarah Connor. I think she fucking knew the whole time. I think she's Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. Uh, in red or something. Oh, yeah. That's that's who I really want Grandma to be. Uh, okay. So, Alex, is there something that Cha-Cha did this session that really stuck out to you as being awesome, that you felt awesome for doing? Um, I think helping Nix's mom. Like... It's always nice when you can actually help somebody and not be like, well, I killed good today. And so it's nice when you're able to help people, especially like when you wanted to. And it's not like, a, well, you rolled a nat one, so you actually healed the bad guy. (laughs) We have a segment we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we offer you all, the listeners, an XP to check out something that we think you should absolutely dig. And this week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what's your player intrusion for this week? Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah! Like, Fuck yeah. Yeah. I was playing it before we started recording, even. Because just, like, it's, like, the best chill game ever. Like, there's no plot except <laughs> to get out of debt from the Tanuki Overlord. It's, like, real life, but cute. Yeah. <laughs> Super relatable. And, like, we're just running around, helping each other out, and it's super fun. And then I made myself a spoopy jumper to look like Freddy Krueger, and I put blood on it, and then I put blood on my character's face, and it's adorable. That sounds like a David Lynch film or something. <laughs> I, I will say that your your face blood is slightly yeah. on the pink side. So, in my brain, it's just, like, lollipop yeah, or something. It's, it's frothy, lollipop. fresh. Now, I'm going to... Mm-hmm. I'm going to adjust that design <laughs> pattern now, so to make it more. Yeah, it, uh, it in recording time came out like less than a week ago, and Stacy, Alex, and I have been mm-hmm. playing a lot of Animal Crossing. It's the mindless catharsis that everyone needs in their life in these dire times. And you know it's escapism because the loans have no interest. An extremely flexible payment plan. I know. You can pay it back whenever. Yeah. Like, if you feel like <laughs> it. Yeah, like whatever yeah. you're feeling. You could also just never pay it off and just have a one-room home forever. I know. Like, he's okay with that. And it's just, like, weird that he's so chill. I think it's because you're doing all the work for him, for Tom Nook. Yeah. 
I do have to say that I'm a little bit disappointed in my character's business acumen. I'm like, why are you donating? Why? <laughs> All the donations. Although I will say this, I have had very little time to play it because in my house, it's impossible to get the Switch away from the rest of my family. But I will say the museum that gets built yes. crossing is really cool. It's my favorite thing to just like wander around in there. I love the museum. So good. I saw that Twitter post. No, what Twitter post? Oh, I posted a picture of me chilling in my museum in my favorite jumper, looking very excited. Quality. And it's just, it's just something that, you know, if it's in your budget, you should check out. Or if it's not, maybe check out people who are streaming it or on YouTube because it's just a really relaxing time listening to people it's talk about it. And with the quarantine, I will say this, it has been a lifesaver for distracting our daughters since there hasn't been any school. And she's learning a lot about, you know, oh, man. cultivation, mm-hmm. travel, e-commerce, <laughs> exploiting resources. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's more about the disturbing thing is more about capitalism because she started making jokes about no, that'll cost you like five hundred bells. <laughs> Numeracy. <laughs> oh no. Don't encourage the capitalism. And that's the thing, like, is I always think like, is Tom Nook like starting his own junta? Like, you know, the whole thing, like you show up there and like Oh, you don't have any of this currency that we don't exchange with anything else except our own loyalty program. <laughs> it seems like a scam, except his scam seems to be for you to live a life of friendship and happiness. It's a total scam because you're like definitely set up to think you're having this island to get away where you're on a deserted island by yourself and you show up and there's two other people. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, now I have five other people. Yeah. So, fun fact I learned today, because I was watching somebody stream it, you can, like, chase villagers out of your village. Like, you can be like, you know what? You don't go with my aesthetic. Prepare to be bullied off my island. Have you seen the, um, I think it's, like, Tommy, like, people will put fencing around him and stuff to, like, put him in jail. Oh, <laughs> it was. It's like pre them opening Nook's cranny or whatever. I have to say that it is a little weird that Timmy and Tommy wear aprons and no pants. Yeah, or hey, shirts. They're just porky it's, it is a little awkward. It. Are you yucking their yum? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they sell food. <laughs> <laughs> they are covered with fur and selling food. Yeah, where are their face masks and gloves? Come on. They also corner you in the store constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're just all about cornering you in the corner of their store like, what you doing? Look at our no pants dance. Ooh. <laughs> they, they wore pants in the beginning, correct? Like before Nook's Cranny was built? I don't recall. No, I don't think they ever wear pants. I can't find... I think them. we're just like... I think they were just porky picking it. Now I have to Google this. God. Are they raccoons or tanukis? Tanuki. Because tanukis have that thing where they like use their giant testicle scrotums to like, yeah, it's like a parachute. Testicles? When they're jumping yes. from something. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Back it. <laughs> okay, they did used to have shirts. They had shirts that they took off 
for their kinky apron dance. I know. Please tell me it's a leather apron. <laughs> Which is only a half I apron. I mean, I think it's like one of those like cloth aprons blue. that you tie around your waist. I mean, so it could be leather. It could be. We don't know. We don't know their life. So this devolved quick. So play Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's a good pick. We are a new podcast. And if you liked what you heard, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends and tell them what you liked about our show. Tell them what you liked about Cha-Cha's conversations, Dilly's nervousness, anything along those lines, Natalia's angsty roguishness, or <laughs> Nix's uh, laid-back Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lifestyle. <laughs> the second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star rating review on the podcast directory of your choice, um, whether that's Google Podcasts or whatever. Particularly Apple Podcasts, that helps a lot of people discover us and helps us connect to an audience. So anytime you leave something like that, that makes a huge difference for us, and it only takes you a couple minutes. If people want to talk to us, tell us other things that you like about the show, how could they reach us, Marietta? They can find us on our website, explorerswanted.fm, or they can find us on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast and Facebook Explorers Wanted Podcast. And Twitter is just Explorers Wanted, I believe. We're on all the social medias. Message us, retweet us, share us. I don't know. Interact with us. We, we just really want attention. We're lonely, lonely people. Just really need that positive reinforcement to keep going. Yeah. It's what keeps us from dying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, please do reach out to us on the socials. Let us know what you think. Definitely review us if you're going to give us a five-star rating. If you didn't like what you heard, or even if you just think it was okay, keep it to yourself. You know, write it in a journal or even better. Go into a dark room with a smooth stone, draw a circle and salt around you, and just <laughs> really just give it to that stone in terms of how much you didn't like or you just felt something was okay. And then at the end, break the circle and you know, let it all go. Let it all go. Throw the rock away. Or bury the rock in your backyard. Maybe a uh, mushroom will grow. Does that work? That, is that a method that works for more than just podcasts? That is my personal secret. Um, I can't, I can't disclose any more about that. <laughs> but if you do want to tell us other lovely things, we would love to hear from you because we all crave attention. You can reach us individually on the social media. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu, because like most of us, I'm just a pale shadow of the Jedi Master, Mace Windu. Uh, you can keep me from dying at Slam Potato. You can see the not crimes I'm committing in Animal Crossing at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at I'm on a hike. Okay, thank you so much, uh, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
We will be back next week as we will for every week for the foreseeable future. Have a good night and bye. bye. bye.